from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. This is the Green Zone. Oh my! He is the fattest man in the NFL! This is the Green Zone with Dave Ross and Wes Reynolds on VSEN, the sports betting network. Back here in the Green Zone, presented by BetMGM, Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds, and want to give you a little programming update. We're going to have Dieter Kurtenbach joining us later on, previewing the big one tonight. It is a big game, Green Bay against San Francisco. So Dieter's going to join us to talk about that game, and Dr. Terrell Julian's going to join us for the second week in a row. Sadly, we got a lot to talk about with the good doctor because there have been a lot of injuries today. Yeah, absolutely. A, a laundry list of injuries and multiple positions that are going to affect these teams going forward and and also get some insights from Dieter because that is the game. I know it's a Sunday night game, so the handle is always high at mm-hmm. any type of any sports book you go to, but I had no clue on Green Bay, San Francisco. I have no clue who no to bet in that it. game. Not at all, but apparently the contest players do too, and they like the Packers at three and a half. I kind of like the Packers since it's gone up to three and a half, but we'll see if that stays at three, three and a half. That range, it's been there all week long. I Look, I made a bold proclamation. I said the Raiders not only going to get back in this game, they're going to win this game down 14 nothing. They're getting closer. Let's go back out to Amber Dixon. She is at South Point. Uh, Amber... Didn't get what I wanted, but they're they're making this thing more interesting, right? It's getting a little bit better, right? A little bit more competitive. Second quarter, and the Raiders now trail 14-5 thanks to a 50-yard field goal off the foot of Daniel Carlson, their trusty kicker. So, yeah, 14-5. Dolphins ball right now. They are driving down the field. Um, complete pass right mm-hmm. there for another first down. I uh, did want to talk about one of the prop bets that has cash the over for Hunter Renfro receiving yards. The over-under was 47 and a half. He's got well over 50 yards. Uh, the over was getting 120 juice, so so seems like people thought that he would catch that many, uh, have that many yards and go over. Yeah, and so far... We're you, only you, in the second quarter. Right, and Amber, we're going to expect more offense out of the Raiders here because uh, struggling down 14, nothing but getting the safety... And then getting the field goal, mm-hmm. kind of just getting back, get their footing on the ground. But Tamber's point, the Dolphins on the move again. Will Fuller, by the way, making his Dolphins debut, of course, spent some years with the Houston Texans. Mm-hmm. So he was out for a couple years for the injury, uh, uh, or a couple games, rather. Miami 14-5, to as Amber mentioned, currently 4.5 at BetMGM, 51.5 on the total. Let's go back out to Eric at home watching the Jets and the Broncos. And at the beginning of this show uh, for this afternoon slate, Eric said he's got to really sell this game to us here. Uh, if you're a Jets fan, Eric, can you sell them on any hope? Yeah, sell what? me on my ticket, yeah. please. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
going to be hard, fellas. Jets have not done much. They're just taking over for their fourth possession of the first half. Got a little something going on that third one, but, I mean, we're, we're being a little bit generous here. Only 43 yards of offense. They moved backward on their second drive, which led to a Broncos field goal. Now 10 nothing with about five minutes left in the half. Jets have to find something going through the air. Zach Wilson, everything's short so far. 8 of 12, 42 yards. Don't have a catch longer than 11 yards. Nothing happening on the ground as well. Well, that's what I want to ask you about with Zach Wilson very quickly, Eric, because just after what you saw last week, right, well, it looked like every play was a, a pick. Are they calling a safe game for him here? And obviously they're down 10 nothing. At some point they're going to have to try to actually win this game. He's going to have to take some chances. But is it almost like we don't want to burn this kid and his confidence by making him chuck it all over the place? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's some of that, absolutely. But we also have to factor in Vic Fangio's defense, especially those quality corners. They're able to play press outside. The Jets are, you know, down Crowder again. They're, they're, they didn't activate Mims for this game. So they're pretty short at receiver. The number of playmakers they have is kind of limited. I don't know what else they have to pull out. Maybe some kind of trick play. Zach Wilson just took a sack a second ago on first down to start off the last uh, this next possession. So... Not much going protection-wise, play-calling-wise, or execution-wise. Oh, you're not helping out Wes feel better about his ticket. I do have one final question, Eric, before we let you go. Now, before this game kicked, you could have got Wilson at 12-1 to for Offensive Rookie of the Year. Is there any value in that right now after what you saw last week and so far what you're seeing this week? Well, it's a 17-game season this year, right? We have a little extra sort of lag time, and so... It's not as if any of the rookie quarterbacks have really exploded this season. It's been a little bit of a, uh, very much a mixed bag. Trevor Lawrence has struggled. Mac Jones had a three-pick game today. So I, I think there are some pretty decent values out there. Maybe it's a fluky year and we have a non-quarterback win in a, in a five-quarterback first round. But uh, right now, I, w- I wouldn't be necessarily against getting some value there. Uh, I like where your head's out there, Eric, because if you wanted to go with Jamar Chase, the first uh, non-quarterback on the board, 14-1 to bet MGM. So mm-hmm. that's another touchdown today. Uh, look, I think Eric makes a great point. You look at these rookie quarterbacks, and that's why they're rookie quarterbacks. They're going to struggle. Yes. We saw Justin Fields did not look very good today. Obviously, Trevor Lawrence, uh, we, we talked about him. and You just go up and down the board here, and Mac Jones today, a terrible game. So there might be value in Jamar Chase here at 14-1. to 1. Yeah, you certainly could figure so. I know Najee Harris also got some support, but Pittsburgh's still continuing to struggle to run the ball behind that offensive line. They're struggling to do really anything on offense now, 1-2 and two on the season, two straight losses at home. Not good. Let's go back out to Tank Williams watching the Seahawks and the, the Vikings. And again, uh, Tank, did we get our first stop? I know Seattle got that field goal, but it looks like they're moving it again. Yeah, we did. Actually, uh, the Seattle defense was able to stop Kirk Cousins, but now we just got a big run by Chris Carson. Another touchdown for Seattle. That Seattle offense is white hot right now. And so, actually, if you're looking for reasons for this to go over, this is the game script that you wanted. Mm -hmm. You want to Seattle get up big, no Dalvin Cook. So now Kirk Cousins is going to have to chase with Adam Thielen, with Justin Jefferson and those guys. And so this is the game script that we want to see that will help us rival that game that we saw Minnesota versus Arizona last week. Yeah, here it is. I mean, again, Tank Williams is a human over right now in games that he's covering. And Seattle looking really good for Tank. Chris Carson uh, taking that one in PAT pending 16-7. to Seattle, boy, no letdown whatsoever. Unlike Kansas City that really struggled in that first half, the PAT is good 17-7. Boy, Pete Carroll... These guys have flipped the script and turned the page from last week. Well, we know that this offense is explosive, and they're running kind of a quicker tempo. We've seen it really through the first three games, and now 17-7. to Seattle, by the way, at BetMGM, minus 5.5, minus $1.45 on the big. 62.5. This total, I've seen some recommendations on that live over, and we were talking about that earlier. Absolutely, they are going up and down the field here. And look, we saw Seattle last week with that defense. Tennessee got down 14 points early in the fourth quarter, and we're thinking, okay, Tannehill's got to throw here and just run enough to keep him honest. Tennessee got back into it with the running game, so I don't think Mike Zimmer is going to necessarily abandon the running game down 10 points here. No, not yet, so we'll see how that plays out, but it is 17-7 Seattle with that early lead. Uh, We're going to go back out to Frank Hanrahan. We're in the second quarter, still scoreless at SoFi, but so far the defenses are holding up Frank. That might be changing rapidly, right? Yeah, Rams on a, a good drive now, uh, fellas. Uh, really long. Uh, it's taking about seven, eight minutes off the board. 
uh, in terms of uh, the clock. So good management by the Rams to keep the Bucks offense off. And Matthew Stafford starting to settle down. And the running game, Sonny Michelle with a couple good runs for the Rams. So they are in the red zone, knocking on the door, trying to get our, our first score of this game. So through the first uh, quarter, nothing doing. But the Rams finally with a good steady drive here, and they're trying to knock in and get six on the board against the Bucks. All right, Frank. Uh, they've got 32, in fact, yeah. Yeah, and again, you see that the adjusted total to 45 and a half. It looks like we have our first score. It looks like. Tyler Higby. Higby got in there, so 6 nothing PAT pending. So, again, 45 and a hook. You could have gotten it. That's going to change here again. So, Frank was right on it. Maybe you wait early in the game if you thought the total was too high initially. You, you didn't get any points, which is what you wanted if you were ultimately going to back the side of the over. Let's see if this starts the avalanche of points that we expect to see. It happened in Kansas City. Just remember, 14-3 mm-hmm. at halftime, and that, that over looked dead. Now, it didn't hit the preflop over. But those adjusted totals, it absolutely did. So that could be a scenario that we see play out here. 6 nothing with the PAT pending. Rams on the board. 14 plays, 95 yards for the Los Angeles Rams to get off to a good start. Tampa Bay hasn't really done much on offense. So now 7 to nothing. Rams, extra point good. Rams minus 3.5, even money, 48.5 at BetMGM. Keeping an eye on what's going on in Las Vegas right here, not too far from where we are at Circus Sportsbook. And uh, it looks like the Raiders got another stop. So, Gus Bradley, that defense is holding up. Remember, the first seven points were on a pick six, and the second seven points were after John Gruden decided to go for it in his own territory, which I question, and that gave them a very short field, what, about 39 yards mm-hmm. for a touchdown drive, and it was 14 nothing. But now, Raiders settling in. It's got a penalty called against the Dolphins here as they move deep out of their own territory. It feels like they're gathering their sea legs so far and trying to turn the complexion of this game. They are in Miami making some mistakes here, and you don't want to get up like they have in a game. That mistake obviously led to the safety. Now personal foul keeps the drive alive for the Raiders here. So Miami making a little bit of mistakes right now, but they are laying 3.5 minus a buck 05 at BetMGM, 48.5 now the total. Miami Dolphins minus 190 on the money line, plus 155 on the Raiders. Perhaps a middle opportunity yes. here. If you're on Miami like I am at plus four, not getting as good of a number now as three and a half, but a little, you know, seven point touchdown middle, I think probably worth a stab. Yeah, it, it did. you guys were kind of on this all week. I was scared of this game. That's why the heart play for me was the Raiders' money line here. Just figure out a way to get the win. Because again, with the, the, with the Chiefs right now down, and you pointed out the schedule, they're not going to be down for long. The Chiefs are going to respond. If you're the Raiders and you want to be taken seriously as a potential, not just a challenger in the AFC West, but as a playoff participant in the AFC, mm-hmm. you got to win this game. Well, you got to win this game at home. And if you make catches like Henry Ruggs just did, Derek Carr just basically just threw that up there. Yeah. And Henry Ruggs said, okay, I'll go get it. And that's basically, I mean, it was, you know, the DB was a little late, but he had his hand in there, and Henry Ruggs, just wow. Johnny on the spot that's with a reach. That's why they drafted and traded yeah, up that, to get him in the first that's round. That's a heck of a catch there to keep that drive alive. So, again, now the Raiders were in the shadow of their own goal line, down 14-5. to Now they've crossed midfield here. So, again, I just had the sense once they got that that fourteen nothing. the way the scores went for the Dolphins, it wasn't like they were dominating this game. Kind of some questionable play calling here and decision-making by Gruden and a pick-six by Carr. All of a sudden, the Raiders back in this thing will update you. Now two and a half as they get on the other side. of There you go. That's how quickly it flips. Come on back. It's the Green Zone right here on VEASAN. Again, Dieter Kurtenbach joining us in just a little bit. We're back in a moment. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Make this football betting season your best ever with the VSIN experts. Get daily email updates. 24-7 video streaming, plus exclusive data on vcin.com. We deliver everything you need to succeed, whether you're playing contests, futures, or betting against the spread. Sign up today at vcin.com slash subscribe and get our all-access package for less than $22 a month. Before you place your next bet, visit vcin.com for all the latest data and powerful betting tools. Start with our live odds, team comparisons, and previews for every game on the schedule. Then dive deeper with live tracking of betting trends and line movements. And don't miss our unique tools, including odds comparisons from sportsbooks across the country, prop bet search engine, and custom parlay calculator. Everything you need to increase your betting knowledge and confidence is at your fingertips. Visit vcin.com today. Football season, it's here. It's time to download BetMGM Sports. It's Nevada's premier sports betting app. BetMGM has all of your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much, much more. Download the BetMGM app today. Stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open up an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in the state. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older, physically located in the state of Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Alongside Wes Reynolds, I am Dave Ross. We've got some updates to get to. Our correspondents are watching these games like a hawk. Let's go back out to Amber Dixon. She is live at our South Point studio. And Amber, I keep saying I feel like the Raiders are creeping and creeping and creeping slowly, but surely we saw a great catch from Henry Ruggs. What do you make of the Raiders? Are you getting the sense like I am that they're really starting to get their sea legs here? Yeah, the offense is starting to click, and then the defense as well. When we last spoke uh, on that Dolphins' last drive, the Raiders' defense was able to get a stop, uh, force them to punt. The Dolphins punted and then downed it at the five-yard line. So the Raiders had a long way to travel, but a big pass to Henry Ruggs. They also started to get uh, Darren Waller involved, and now they are within scoring range they are in the red zone there was a pass to henry ruggs and i see a flag was called mm-hmm. but they are let's see on the uh another penalty Miami on the dolphins. yard line oh yes and some unnecessary roughness yes it's getting a little chippy that often seem to be getting frustrated with the raiders offense yeah absolutely amber and this is kind of what i was alluding to when it was 14 nothing i thought that was a smart in play in game uh play on the raiders here as they have first and goal now from inside the five just uh, outside of the two-minute warning here, Wes. And it was, again, you have to look at the way in which the points were coming early. A fumble by the Raiders, but it looks like they've recovered at their own at the one-yard line here, the Dolphins' one-yard line. So it just feels like momentum has flipped in this game. And look, Dolphins, you're probably still on the right side so far, 
but that feels like it's changing by the second. Yeah, and it certainly uh, is flipped in terms of the line now. Raiders minus two and a half at wow. BetMGM. Of course, uh, the Raiders on the precipice of scoring here. You look at the stats, absolute domination. Raiders have had 30 run 39 plays, Miami only 20. Raiders 218 yards, Miami just 90. Raiders in the yards per play lead. It's just that one turnover, of course, the defensive touchdown, but... Miami going to have to show a little something, mm-hmm. I think, offensively. They have not been able to state, sustain a drive down the field. And, of course, penalties now accumulating for the Miami Dolphins and making those mental mistakes when you've got a team down 14 to nothing. Miami already, uh, only three penalties, but they've been big penalties wow. at big spots. Like that unnecessary roughness basically gave Raiders first and goal to go. And the reason why I, I just saw the quarter of my eye, a great catch by Adam Thielen for a touchdown for the Purple Gang in Minnesota, and it was a, a, a unnecessary roughness hit on him as he scored, mm-hmm. and he just took it, got up, spiked it, gave it to the official, what have you, and right now, they're just going to check on that flag, but I do believe that's what it's going to be, and it's going to be a Viking touchdown, 17-13 now, 528 to go in the first half. We remember Minnesota last week uh, when we had our buddy Wabi on watching that game. Yes. That was the shootout. Looks like we have another one here. Let's go back out to Tank Williams with more on that. Tank, did you see what I saw? It looked like helmet to helmet in the end zone. This touchdown is going to stand, right? Yeah, I think Yeah, I think the touchdown is going to stand and and it's it's crazy. Like actually the Seattle defense has been doing a pretty good job of getting pressure on Kirk Cousins. And, you know, they got bailed out by a defensive holding call. Alexander Madison with a good run. Then Kirk Cousins just picked them apart, and now they get drive down the field. And I got a feeling that we're going to have a shootout, <laughs> fellas. Like, this is a game that I've wanted. This is a game that I believe everybody wanted, and they're giving it to us. And it was good to see Adam Thielen get up from that hit to the head. I think that is going to be the correct call that you're kind of – you know, hitting towards. But now, like I said, the, the pressure is back on Russell Wilson for these guys to continue to score in a shootout. We got our game. We got ourselves a game, fella. Yeah, the pregame under, by the way, this open 56 uh, on Monday morning, got bet all the way down. Actually, here at Circus Sports was the market low, 52.5. Uh, believe bet MGM had 53. But so far, with the extra point pending, about to have 31 points, five minutes left to go in the first half. First, uh, Tank, if you're still there with us, and again, I, I'm looking at this play, and I saw Mike Zimmer's reaction to this. It, I don't want to say it was a dirty hit. It was a personal foul call against Seattle. The touchdown is standing. And it seems to have fired up Mike Zimmer and this Viking sideline. And Tank, there's been a lot of questions. I get it. Like, we're not going to question Russell Wilson, right? He's an MVP candidate. We get it. The questions always come from the other guy, KCA, Kirk Cousins. What have you seen out of him? Because I had him in D.C. I got to be honest with you. I, I, I saw the way he prepared for games. I never really doubted preparation. I don't doubt Kirk Cousins, I think, as much as the general public does. What have you seen from him so so far? And where is he on that quarterback pantheon if you will is he is he average is he above average is he good or is he potentially very good i mean well first off i I would never doubt kirk cousins preparation and i don't uh doubt his passion i mean if you see when they were just kind of going towards commercial like the energy the emotion that he plays with i believe like his teammates feed into that now I, i think you know, Kirk Cousins basically set a standard for the NFL moving forward as far as, like, fully guaranteed contracts. And I would say that every former and current NFL uh, player appreciates him for that. Um, now, did he deserve the huge salary that the Vikings were willing to give him? Has he played into that? Mm, some people may say yes. Some people may say no. But I believe that he's a quality starter in this league. If necessary, he could put a team on his back with his arm and try to win a game. I mean, obviously, look, they're playing against a tough Seattle squad right now. He doesn't have the best player on this team, Dalvin Cook, yet he's able to disperse the ball to the different weapons that he has playing for him on offense right now. And we have ourselves a game where, like you said, the Minnesota Vikings have been finding ways to lose the past couple of games. So you can't put all that on Kirk. Defense needs to step up, but Kirk is, is at least – keeping this team in the game with his offensive play so far. Absolutely, Tank. To your point, last week he had a great final drive there to put him in position for a chippy field goal. Kirk Cousins can't kick that field goal, Mm -hmm. and they lose that game a week ago, and somehow a lot of the blame goes to Kirk. It's similar. You feel with Derek Carr with the Raiders. When they lose, it always feels like Derek Carr gets the blame. Let's go back out right now to Amber Dixon because Amber, again, Raiders, Derek Carr, here they come. What's happening? Ra- uh, Raiders reaching the end zone. So 
14-12, Dolphins still lead, but uh, the Raiders have pulled within two. The last two plays of that scoring drive, you had Peyton Barber for the Raiders, the running back, fumble the ball, and the fullback, Alec Ingold, recovers it. So mm. hero of the day, right? <laughs> then the next play, it's Derek Carr at the one-yard line, and he passes to the fullback, Alec Ingold. I think it's John Gruden getting a little fancy, but a touchdown <laughs> for the Raiders, and the extra point is good. So 14-12, Dolphins still lead, but uh, Raiders are uh, starting to get in rhythm on offense. Chucky loves him some fullbacks, yeah. and he rewarded the guy. He hey, you were Johnny on the spot. He's like, okay. Okay, I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to feed the big man here and set the screen for me. So uh, now 14 to 12, two-minute uh, warning here in Allegiant Stadium. Raiders, by the way, minus one and a half on the end game, minus 140 on the money line at BetMGM, 50 and a half your current end game total. Yeah, first half over uh, hits now as it goes to 26 in the first half. And again, it was a weird way to get there. You had a defensive score. You had a safety and a field goal. It's a very odd beginning to this game, but now 14-12 is the Raiders back in that game. Speaking of back in the game, uh, Rams are up 7-0 right now. It looks like the Buccaneers are facing a third and goal. We expected that once the first points came, we might get more. Let's go back out to Frank Hanrahan watching this game for us. Uh, Frank, is that the sense you're getting? We told a lot of the people here, hey, you might want to in-game this thing. With that total, it's starting to points. We feel like they're starting to come. And we've seen it many times before where if the Bucks can score here, you still got four or five minutes left in the first half. Still a couple possessions possibly to put a couple more touchdowns on the board. So even if you had it at 55 and you're saying, oh, my God, I, the, the over is not going to come through, you never know. It's there for a reason, like I said. And that in-game total also is looking pretty good. And and you're starting to see the Bucks' offense getting into a nice rhythm. Bronkowski, mm-hmm. uh, big reception on this current drive. And if you got the Rams, you know, they're they're doing the right thing offensively. They have that huge, what, 14-play, 95-yard drive to go up 7-zip. So they're eating the clock. They're not letting Tom Brady get too much time with that football. So, you know, if you got the Rams and the under, you're looking okay. But, again, like we, we just discussed, these points will come. I, I'm not going to guarantee that comeback like the Raiders, like Dave did, but I'm, I, I still expect there to be a lot of points when this is all said and done. All right, and right there, Chris Godwin on an end around to get a rushing touchdown in the red zone. So PAT uh, pending 7-6 to six right now, Bucks on the board. Yeah, and that drive did continue, by the way. It looked like it was he was going to be short. There was a generous spot there in SoFi, and this was actually on the previous drive. I'll, I'll uh, go ahead and correct that, but... Tampa, they were getting stopped in the red zone. Some questions about their play calling, but Godwin now in the end zone, extra point good. Seven apiece here, 403 left to go in the first half. Rams, by the way, minus two and a half, 47 and a half in the end game. You know, I didn't play this game, Wes, because I just, I was like, boy, the Rams feels like the, the, the side to be on, right? But then just what just happened, right when the Rams scored, Brady's like, all right, I'm still Thomas Edward Brady, and I'm going to leave this thing. That's going to be a wild affair before it's all said and done. It is 7-all right now. A lot of games heating up. Very close game. 17-14 Seattle. 14-12 Miami over Las Vegas. The only one not so close. It's the Broncos big over the Jets. Come on back. It is Visa and the Sports Betting Network. season your best sports betting season ever start your visa free trial today to get full access to our sports betting experts including 24 7 video streaming daily best bet emails betting splits with the money and ticket percentages on every game plus full access to visa.com data and analysis you get everything visa has to offer for only 22 dollars per month sign up now at visa.com slash subscribe we've got games trickling down towards the half west reynolds i am dave ross here on the green zone and it looks like seattle was settling for three, but I believe we got a miss in Minnesota, so that game has not changed. It's still 17-14 right now. Yeah, a miss field goal goes the Vikings' way, finally. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's now still 17-14, to 14, about three and a half minutes left to go there. We are at halftime in one game, and that would be out at Invesco Field at Mile High. It's been all Denver here. I don't really know, and, and we'll get uh, uh, Eric Edholm in on this, but I don't really know how good – 
Denver has been. I just think the Jets have not been able to get anything going. 2.1 yards of play wow. for the Jets, by the way. 17 nothing your score. Denver starting to see 3.5 for the second half, 18.5 on the total. Let's go out to Eric at home watching that game. And Eric, again, look, you can talk about the teams they play, but you can only t- play the guys in your schedule. And right now, the Broncos making the most of it. To Wes's point, any signs of life for the Jets potentially in the second half, or is this exactly what it seems, a beatdown by the Broncos? No, this feels like a replay of what we saw in Cleveland with Justin Fields in Chicago. Zach Wilson taking four first-half sacks. They only have 55 yards of total offense. Denver approaching the 200-yard mark. It's 17-0. We're in the locker rooms right now. Game opened minus 10 for Denver. The total of about 41.5. We're now looking at Denver minus 19.5, 20.5. I've seen it bounce back and forth. And the total has dropped to 36.5. So they, they obviously we expect... Denver's defense to keep doing what it's doing. Bridgewater and the, and the run game have done just enough, making a three-score game right now in Denver. Yeah, great point, Eric. It just looks like right now, I don't know how you back the Jets here. Again, I thought about putting them in some teaser plays. I did not, and the reason why I didn't is because of what happened with Zach Wilson and because of Vic Fangio and the way they can play defense. I didn't think it would get better for the rookie, and so far, Wes, it's gotten worse. Yeah, I'm certainly glad I didn't use him in the contest no. because I was absolutely tempted, but... Yeah, you know, it was kind of buying on weakness, and sometimes yeah. you have to do that. You can't just take favorites every week, but you can't just take dogs every week. The Jets, obviously looking rough right now. Tough to protect Zach Wilson. Of course, we know Mekhi Becton mm-hmm. has been on injured reserve, and when your left tackle goes out and you're a rookie quarterback, that's never a good thing. Okay, again, Miami trying to get points right before the end of the half. Two seconds to go here, and the kick is up, and it looks like it is off the upright and no good more missed kicks here. So Miami will have the lead 14 to 12 at the half, but it was 14 nothing. And right now, nothing good happening for Brian Flores and company. Yeah, not at all. Sanders, a doink off the upright, was going to be 48 yards. Uh, you know, the Raiders, uh, or the Dolphins, rather, kind of mismanaged that clock a little bit. They end up settling for a 48 yarder. Not good enough, so 14-12 to 12 will be your halftime score at the Allegiant State. All right, we're going to go out to Tank Williams right now, talking about the Seahawks and the Vikings here. And Tank, we mentioned, not really a stop, but a missed kick here to keep points off the board. Uh, 17-14 here. Uh, still, you're getting the points that you wanted, right? Yeah, you're getting the points that you want. You're actually seeing the explosive plays on offense that you want. I believe you said that the Jets were averaging about two yards per play. But if you look at both of these teams, they're averaging around nine yards per play. So that's what, you know, defenses want to prevent in the NFL, and that's what offenses want. Chunk plays, it's so hard to drive down the field. If you're just getting small amounts of yards on each and every play, you have the large, uh, you know, the, the long pass to Will Disley through the middle of the field. It was like a 34-yarder. That put the Seattle Seahawks in in the situation where they should have gotten points yet. Jason Myers ends his 37 uh, field goal streak of May field goals in a row. Going to it off so Minnesota Vikings fans can actually cheer someone else <laughs> missing the field goal in the stadium instead of like crying tears uh, with their own kickers missing those field goals. But I still like the trend that we're going in this game where both teams are able to move the ball effectively. I believe there's going to be a lot of points scored here in this second half as both teams continue to keep the pedal to the metal here. And so I really like the trend in this game, especially going into the second half, especially with the game remaining really close and both teams playing fire the ball. Seattle, Minnesota, by the way, at BetMGM right now, 63.5 the current in-game total. Seahawks minus 3.5 plus a buck 10. So you can pay to get that hook on the Vikings. Got to pay minus 1. 135, but 17 to 14, Minnesota ball, about three minutes left to go in the first half. Just saw Matty Stafford had a wide open to Sean Jackson, could not find him, would have been a touchdown, but Matt Stafford did get hit on that play. So, again, about a minute and a half to go before halftime there as the Rams trying to take the lead. And again, boy, depending on where you got that line, it was all over the place. Certainly in the first half, that's all in play as well. We'll keep an eye on that, but Amber Dixon is live over at the South Point for us today, doing a great job covering this. Raiders game here, and I say Raiders game because right now it looks like all Raiders after a 14 nothing start for the Dolphins. They have hit halftime. Amber, what are you seeing there? Yeah, I think the momentum is swinging in their direction. They will not receive the kick, though, when they do come back out onto the field. So Dolphins perhaps can put some more points up on the board. 14-12, Miami leads. So the over hits for the first half. The total was 21 and a half. 
Raiders do not cover the spread of three points. They were three-point favorites in the first half. Going to be looking for that second-half spread and looking to see what kind of adjustments John Gruden and the Raiders make during this halftime. Yeah, they kind of survived, dodged a bullet with the Dolphins missing that field goal right before the half. But again, Raiders got to feel pretty good being down only two at halftime. Yeah, and we're starting to get second-half lines up. I believe 23, 23-and-a-half second-half total, so I'd make it 49, 49-and-a-half for the game. Raiders going into that half, by the way, were minus a point-and-a-half, so you're going to see with that second-half number about three-and-a-half, I think, once it gets really market-wide. Uh, Dave, let me get one thing. We were talking about rookie quarterbacks, mm-hmm. and we were talking about with Eric Edholm about Zach Wilson struggling down 17 to nothing at the half. Four times he's been sacked already. Let me give you some other rookie numbers. Bring it. Justin Fields, 6 of 20, 68 yards. I believe oh. the official mark is nine sacks. This is from Gil Brandt of the NFL Network on Twitter and longtime Dallas Cowboys yeah. general manager, of Legend. course. Mac Jones, three interceptions and a home loss today to New Orleans. And also Trevor Lawrence, two interceptions and three sacks and a home loss. All right, let's go back out to Frank Hanrahan right now. We said once you get the first, remember, scoreless first quarter between the Rams and the Bucks. Uh-oh, Frankie, here come the points. Looks like the Rams knocking on the door to get more before the half. Yeah, and Matt Stafford, uh, he's looking good. He just hooked up with Cooper Cup. They got first and goal of the two, and Stafford, he had that Deshaun Jackson throw, which he would love to get back because he didn't get it off just as he got hit by a defensive lineman. That would have been an easy uh, touchdown to Deshaun Jackson, but he is looking sharp, and this is the reason the Rams, you know, they brought him over in the offseason for drives like this. So let's see if they can get in the end zone, which they just did. So mm-hmm. touchdown for the uh, Rams. So they, they take the six-point lead with the PAT pending. Uh, this is a pick game, right? And this is what we expected, a back-and-forth and right now the Rams with the with the lead. But, uh, you know, as, as a buddy of mine told me this week, never bet against Tom Brady. So we'll see what's in store. They still got like 45 seconds left here in the first half. Maybe they can get some points on the board going into the locker room as Frank, well. Frank, to, to that point, okay, again, zero points after the first quarter. Now PAT pending. By the way, that's a pick play that just does not get called mm-hmm. on the touchdown. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, so with this extra point, it's going to be 21 points. And Frank made this point earlier, and the PAT is good that the overall pre-flop total is still in play. Because, again, they might come down here. Brady's not going to sit on this thing. They're going to try to get more points with 51 seconds to go. And, Wes, here they come, 21 second quarter points. You feel like once the points start, they might not stop. And it's going to be two timeouts left to go for Tampa Bay here, so they do have time. Don't think that they're going to take a knee and go to the half when you got Tom Brady, of course. But Matthew Stafford, very good early on, 15 of 22, 148. And also two touchdowns. That last one to Cooper Cup was a pick play. But uh, uh, our man's buddy didn't tell me not to bet against Tom Brady. I've been only doing it for like 15 years and been getting it right up the you-know-what here, basically yeah. going against him. But right now, Rams minus 5.5, and a half, the current in-game total. Less than a minute to go in the first half out at SoFi. Uh, yeah, and again, you just look at that and you say, this is the showcase game of the day, right? Everybody knows it. That we know that if the Rams are going to be taken seriously as a Super Bowl contender, which I know they already are, mm-hmm. beating Tom Brady will go a long way in that public narrative. And Brady knows that too. So Brady, he's remember, he's a California kid as well, so this is a bit of a homecoming for him. So this game is going to be very interesting how it plays out in the final first minute of the first half and let alone the second half. Yeah, no question about it. So a long way from going here. I, I am on the Rams here, though. I think, look, I think they're absolutely legit. Yeah. And we're going to see how legit they are here. They're got about another half of football, but Tom Brady does have a minute left to go. So Tampa Bay, if they get some points, it wouldn't surprise anybody. Pretty good afternoon games here, obviously, with the Raiders down two at the break. The Vikings trying to get more. They're at the two-minute warning right now, down three against Seattle, but they've come back from a 10-point deficit. Uh, and again, the Rams game, that's the, the marquee game against the Bucks. The only game right now that really doesn't have a whole lot of juice, the Broncos sitting all over the Jets, 17 nothing. Denver minus 3.5 for the second half, 18.5 the total. So 35.5 basically in-game, 20.5 Denver Broncos laying on terms of an in-game number combining the second half. Not getting any better for the green slot. It does not seem so. I don't know how you would back any of your greenbacks with the green in the Jets. It's the green zone right here on VEASAN. When we come back, Peter Curtinbach is going to join us. going to break down the Packers and the Niners. Come on back. It's VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network.
from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Sign up today at BetMGM and enjoy the thrill of victory on your very first bet. The King of Sportsbooks welcomes you to showtime with the lock of the year. Simply place a $10 money line wager on any pro football team, and if either team scores a touchdown, you're going to win $200 in free bets regardless of your bet's outcome. Just use the bonus code VEASAN200 when you make your first bet to take advantage of this offer. Enjoy football like never before with BetMGM's live betting options, boosted odds specials, and daily promotions at your fingertips all season long. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com. Use the bonus code VEASAN200 to win $200 in free bets if any team simply scores a touchdown. New customer offer paid in free bets. Eligibility restrictions do apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. We have got some drama for the games that have not gone yet to the half. We mentioned that the Bucks. Might try to get more points. They're trying to do that. About 25 seconds to go. They have crossed into L.A. territory. Seven, and the Vikings, six, five, four, three, by two, the one. way, just took the lead mm-hmm. on Seattle. So if you had Seattle first half, bad beat alert. 20-17, to 17, PAT pending, 16 seconds to go. Because their cousins, identical cousins, 15 of 19 for two touchdowns and 182 for Kirk. Okay, here's my point about that. And I made this earlier, and I made the connection with Kansas City, the bad loss they had a week ago to the Ravens. Mm -hmm. And would it linger into the first half? It certainly did. So if you backed the Chargers in the first half, you won that easily, 14-3. to If you backed Minnesota with the same theory that Seattle had a bad loss a week ago, ultimately didn't look like it early, but it did come back again. That's a good play. The Vikings are going to take this lead 21-17. Yeah, 21-17 going to cover the first half. That was in a lot of my teaser legs today to tease that up to about 8.5. So... Purple guy is going to go into the half with the lead. Yeah, and 38 first half points. Of course, that first half over easily hits there. Uh, it's a pleasure to have back onto the program Dieter Kurtenbach, of course, uh, East Bay Times, and of course covers the Niners game day podcast there. Dieter, let's talk about the big one tonight. I say big one because we know San Fran is, is undefeated at 2-0, but people kind of look, ah, you beat the Lions, you beat the Eagles, and then the Packers get whacked in week one, look really good in week two, at least in the second half. So early on, it kind of feels like a feel-out game for how good these teams really are. What do you make of this matchup so far tonight? 
I think that's probably the best way to put it. It is a feel-out game. One of these two teams is going to be, I don't know if exposed is the right word. That's probably a bit strong, but they're certainly not going to have happy-go-lucky feelings around them heading into week number four. And I I just, I look at this formula and and these teams seem to have played each other every year for the last four or five years. (laughs) It's just the way the schedule works out. Last year, the Packers go into Levi's Stadium and win. 2019, we remember two games with these teams, uh, one in the regular season, big primetime game, and then one obviously in the NFC Championship game that year. And the 49ers had their way with the Green Bay Packers. Just given the fact that in 2020, the Niners were so banged up so early, by the time they got to the Green Bay game, they were absolutely annihilated. The season was over. I have to think that some of the formulas that we saw back in 2019, and I know that was a long time ago by football standards, but the formula still seems to be there. If you pressure Rodgers, you play two high safeties, He'll still get his, but he just doesn't want to play the dink and dunk game. And that almost burned him a little bit in the first half of that Monday night game against Mm -hmm. the Lions, where he just kept pushing the ball downfield, and that stuff wasn't available to him. Schematically, the Lions played a good game. The 49ers have much more talent and obviously can match that scheme. But on the Niners' side, this is a question that I didn't think I'd be asking at any juncture with Jimmy Garoppolo with a competent quarterback under center, but it is the 49ers' issue offense. It's a Kyle Shanahan-led team. Offense shouldn't be the issue. Green Bay certainly a bit soft in that department, but better than they have been in years past, in my estimation. This needs to be a a put-up-or-shut-up game for Garoppolo and the 49ers offense, which has been very one-dimensional, I think, in the first two weeks. Dieter, whenever we get a primetime game, of course, it's going to be one of the biggest bet games on Mm -hmm. the entire card, the get-even or get-even-deeper game, depending (laughs) on the results here early in the afternoon. But this was a game I really could not get a handle on because, look, we were talking to you last week. You were monitoring 49ers-Eagles for us, and we came to you you were like, the Eagles have outplayed these guys for like 28 right. minutes in the first half, and then all of a sudden they get a stop on a fourth and goal, 49ers drive down. So it's like, I don't know how good. I think both these teams are good, but it's like how good. The 49ers, look, they've looked really good in the first game and then kind of fell apart at the end and made it a little more dicey and then pulled away in the second half last week. But Green Bay also, they didn't really outplay Detroit, no. I didn't think, by that much. I know they covered right. that big 11-point spread, but... That game seemed like a 10-point or less game to me, so I didn't know what to do with this game. I think this is one of the hardest games on the board this week. I mean, I I think that, obviously, in hindsight, we'll look back on it. It'll be so obvious as to what we were supposed to do. But I think that Green Bay is a... a We know what Green Bay is. They're a team that goes as far as Aaron Rodgers takes them. And Aaron Rodgers, the matchup doesn't look good for him in my estimation. He doesn't do well against really good pass rushes. Teams that are relentless come at him in waves. Teams that can go with multiple layers of defensive linemen. And as I said earlier, he does not handle too high safety looks well. In the 49ers, they they were known as a cover three team in the early days of the Shanahan era, but they've switched. They're a lot more multiple. They're a lot more too high safety with Joukowsky Chart and Jimmy Ward up top. Uh, Listen, they're going to get theirs, but I just think the matchup, and in particular with Fred Warner in the middle, sort of taking away the easy stuff that Aaron Rodgers could have, especially with the tight ends and the Aaron Jones out of the backfield. I I don't like this matchup for Rodgers. Now, he's, again, going to get his, and the question is, can the Niners put up enough points? I'm with you. I mean, it's three and a half, three, depending on where you're looking. Um, it's, we're just calling it home field advantage. We don't know what kind of advantage that's going to be for the Niners. I do want to note, of course, Packers are coming off of a primetime game Monday night, traveling more or less across the country, sitting in a hotel all day. I never like those looks <laughs> for, for visiting teams, but, uh, it does feel as if there's always a little bit too much deference given to the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers when, as you noted, you, you watch them play. If you really watch them play on a week-in, week-out basis, they're not that impressive. And if they go up against a team that's talented and I think in particular deep, I think the 49ers qualify as that, it can get out of hand pretty early. And it, it could stay out of hand, especially if the Niners are able to run the ball. Though that said, I do need to get on the highway because I believe I'm the 49ers starting running back. <laughs> <laughs> Dieter, very quickly, because it feels like if you're looking towards the total here, from what I'm gauging and what you're saying, the under might be in play here, right? At 50 right now, because to your point, this has been a house of horrors for Aaron Rodgers traditionally out there in San Francisco. And with San Francisco struggling on offense, as you noted, which we don't expect with a Kyle Shanahan-led team, 
the the under could very very well be in play here. Yeah, I, I, I really like this San Francisco defense, and uh, right now I'm pretty disillusioned with the San Francisco offense. And uh, listen, I'm not I'm not hammering anything. I'm not putting you know four or five units. The mortgage is not going down on this. But if I had to lean one way between the spread or the total, I like the under on the total. Just is two teams feel each other out. Two teams that I think can be physical. Want to establish that physicality uh, and and. I don't think there will be that many mistakes in this game. I say that, of course, and now there will be seven or eight turnovers <laughs> and it will be a complete Benny Hill skit. But uh, I, I feel the under more than anything else in this one. And that's not just extrapolating off of that Eagles game, which was a, a mudsling situation. I, I just I, I'm not inspired by either of these teams right now. And I don't think this is the week for it. Either. To Dieter's point, by the way, we've seen these primetime games, whether it's Sunday night, Monday night, Thursday night, save for the game we just had on Thursday night in Houston. Betters are going to bet the over on right. these games. So I actually like what Dieter is talking about here. We're starting to see 51 now in the market, 50 and a half here at BetMGM. Wait on this because inevitably, most off, more often than not, books are going to want the under to come in on these primetime games. And certainly this is no exception tonight. All right, I was looking for a play. I think I might have just gotten it. Dieter Kurtenbach, great information as always. East Bay Times and 49ers game day podcast. Uh, enjoy the game tonight. Thanks for the information. We'll catch up again soon, Dieter. Anytime, guys. Thanks. Thanks, Dieter. All right, we're at halftime here. Uh, the Buccaneers missed a field goal mm-hmm. uh, just before halftime out there in SoFi, so the Rams hold on to that lead 14-7. It looked like the Rams were going to have a turnover. By the way, it was Aaron Donald second, Tom Brady. And look, if you're a Rams backer, you want Rob Gronkowski to try to block Tom Brady. Gronk says he doesn't watch film. Yeah. He said that on the Manning cast last Monday night. Well, he doesn't know about number 99 then in the middle for the Rams. He is very big, he's very fast, and he's one of the best defensive players probably of this generation right now. And he got a sack on Brady. That put him out in terms of field goal range. Ryan Suckup, no good, 55 yards out. 14-7 Rams at the half with the lead. Tampa Bay, minus 2.5 for the second half, 28.5 the current second half total. So they're expecting points. Adjusted now 49.5 at close, 55. Uh, We did get uh, to halftime in Minnesota. The Vikings do have that four-point lead, 21-17. Seattle tried a little razzle-dazzle, got it down there to try to avoid that bad beat in the first half, but alas, they came up a little bit short. So Minnesota does come all the way back from a 10-point deficit. They were once down 17-7 to take that four-point lead. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, one other halftime uh, line here, and I'll get it in real quick for the break. Seattle minus one and a half for the second half, 27 the total. So that would make it 65 for the game. Third quarter kickoffs. When you come back with us, it is the Green Zone on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.